but if you add like in anti-cholesterol drugs, which are there to actually remove the cholesterols and fats that you need for your brain and nervous system and other tissues, that down the line, this is why you have this epidemic of dementia and Alzheimer's is because those poor old people who didn't take in alt media, they trusted the New York Times and that the mainstream media would give them the right answer. They trusted their government. They, they're old and gullible, not usually watching this show and the others that we, the, the content safe clients that we've got. They just took in the mainstream narrative, like my dad, like all these people who are in their 80s and 70s and 60s even. And they, not all of you guys, but most, too many of you, too many of your cadre did that. And they just thought that someone would talk. That was what my dad said about like the whole, when I was questioning 9-11 and that issue, we'll go down that rabbit hole. Um, someone would talk. So therefore, you know, you couldn't just have people putting up poison and people like in charge of, you know, actually making medical mistakes. Guys, before we get to the interview, I got to tell you, The Joe Mobley Show, members only, that exclusive community is here. It's live. It's on the website. You got to go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash member to get access. It's a one-time-per-year payment, guys, and you can become a fully semi-automatic, uncloseted conservative. You get the shirt. You get the mug. You get the content, but most of all, you get the community. It's the only place to get it. They said, build your own. Guys, that's exactly what we're doing here. Now let's get into this interview. Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all of those things, especially the share piece because Big Tech hates us and they can't stop you from sending a notification to your friends. Definitely share us with your liberal family members uh, that annoyed you, you know, recently at Thanksgiving and you're looking to annoy them before Christmas. Go ahead and send this to them, guys. Today's show is presented by MyPillow. MyPillow.com is the absolute best place to do your Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like in this crunch, you got to use big box brands like Target or Walmart or Amazon. You don't. That's fake news, guys. It's a big lie. MyPillow.com has everything to make your loved ones feel special for this holiday. Pillows, sheets, comfortable slippers. I'm literally wearing the slippers right now. Which ones? I, I've got all the MyPillow slippers because I'm a big MyPillow whore. Uh, but yeah, bathrobes, everything you guys need. MyPillow.com slash Mobley will show you the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. MyPillow.com slash Mobley. Guys, today's guest is Daryl Becker. Daryl is the co-owner of ContentSafe.co, a video distribution platform serving alternative media producers, like myself, uh, by providing simultaneous publishing, publishing on many alt media platforms, such as Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, and more. Daryl, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. It's so awesome to be on your show. Of course. Glad to have you. So let's get this, uh, just so I don't forget, let's get this site on screen. There we go, guys. Contentsafe.co. 
not.com, contentsafe.co as in CO. The link is right below our talking floating heads. If you're listening on podcast, go to the show notes and boom, you can follow Daryl's social and you can get to contentsafe.co. All right. Dude, your service is awesome. And it's weird that it's something that we even need, especially here in the United States. Uh, but I, I don't know if you heard the two a week before the election, my YouTube channel got canceled completely. Oh, uh, I was going to ask you. But... <laughs> it got completely blown up. Now, when I was team local since like day one, um, and I, I had kind of put stuff on Rumble kind of, you know, every once in a while. Uh, but once locals kind of launched, I was like, you know what, I'm going to back up my YouTube channel on rumble. They had like a really easy import thing. So I did it. I, I didn't have any of the other stuff, Odyssey, BitChute, Fothub, uh, my friend, there, there are probably others. I didn't have any of that stuff. And a huge part of it is because it's a pain to get on all the different platforms. And then, um, I think it was Terry, uh, connected us and I was like, man, that's a million dollar idea right there. <laughs> Yeah, there's no RSS feed for video platforms because they're all unique the way they operate. They don't make it easy like they do for podcasts and MP3 yeah. audio. They make it a challenge for different requirements for all of your your thumbnails, your you know, like how long you could um, you know, put the the show description, like how how many characters per show description, uh like the 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 exact style of upload. And then for places like BitChute, which is the OG of alt media yeah. video like distribution i mean that that has like notoriously been known for challenging uploads where like oh upload failed upload <laughs> failed again you know and yeah. so this is this is what you know we we came upon it me and the co-owner of content safe matt raymer we were talking about this idea and then 2018 happened where you know alex jones and more than a thousand other content producers were suddenly stricken off of YouTube and Facebook and, you know, like their, their media profiles taken off of Instagram and Twitter. They just like also a bunch of them getting deplatformed off of other services. We're talking, you know, like MailChimp for, you know, the acquisition of Ooh. your client emails and uh, yeah. payment platforms, you know, including like PayPal and such. And there was, and of course, you know, Patreon where you'd be getting your donations or you're like having your, your members only videos. So all we had all these, we saw this happen to not just Alex Jones, who was notorious at that time, but, and still is <laughs> thanks to recent media and, and, and such, but um, you know, like there was like a thousand or more other content producers, some of whom were like, not even sure, like what's the issue because they are just, you know, like we're talking like women's sewing circles and like the people who just, really had no need to be censored at all, but they were just thrown into the mix for random reasons. And, and then of course, you know, folks who are, you know, saying something contentious, like, like I would say on, on my show, which is not medical advice, where I get to speak things about medical issues that are not so popular, you know, that, you know, now you're going to like poke holes in the status quo as it were. And uh, for sure. Oh, like yeah. I, I, I mean, on I, YouTube for the longest, you couldn't say, ivermectin you couldn't say hydroxychloroquine you you may still not be able to i i don't know i, I never got an explanation why my channel got yanked down the second strike i've had maybe eight strikes over two years the second strike in this 90-day period that got me banished 
was an interview from summer 2021. Now, the strike came about a month ago. And the interview was with former Senator Dick Black, who basically uh, we spoke about some school board meetings and he told stories from his experience in Vietnam um, and a lot of the guys that didn't make it home. Now, YouTube didn't like something about that. They didn't tell me what it said violates community standards. The third strike, dude, no idea. No idea what happened. I just woke up one day, you know, StreamYard says cannot connect to YouTube. And then I checked my email and they're like, oh yeah, your channel got blasted. So you have no idea like like who you interviewed that was like a hot, like, uh, you know, third rail kind of, you know, topic person? Not uh, not this last time. The first one was Tracy Beans and it was exactly what you're talking about. It was COVID stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, saying things that are against the status quo, that's going to be the number one problem. And this is what is really so fun to work with folks like you is just say, hey, um, you know, like, yeah, getting your audio out there, that's not a problem thanks to RSS feeds. But if you really would like to grow your audience on these other platforms, since you know that the growth on YouTube is, you know, it's going to be, you're going to be shadow banned at the very least, where you're like... Uh, subscribers don't even get an alert that you put something up that you're going to, you're going to know that you're, Hey, you know, people are clicking subscribe and then YouTube will unsubscribe them for you. You know, that's, that's a service that they do for their masters, basically for the people that yeah. they, you know, that own them. Um, you know, obviously I've, I've subscribed, I've subscribed you know. to louder with Crowder maybe 12 times. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so anyone who's saying something that's unpopular or, that is going to be going against the narrative that is really popular now. Uh, that's, that's going to be people that we want to work for because we want the message out there, you know, that, that message of how, how do you encourage freedom out there on your show? You know, and that was one of the questions I had for you, Joe, like, how do you, how are you going to go against tyranny and how do you encourage people to be more free? What's your method? <laughs> Man, uh, it's kind of tough. I'm thinking about that right now. Uh, one of the things that I'm considering, which, you know, the guys at Louder with Crowder speak about, Daily Wire, Blaze, everyone kind of speaks about, like, do I keep going back to YouTube and pounding pavement, starting channels over, trying to get the unreached people? Or do I say, F it, like I'm an alternative media personality and I'm on alternative media outlets only? Um, man, it's, it's so enticing. But at the end of the day, for me, my personal brand statement, which isn't even my show, it's just me as an individual, is the pursuit of excellence and authenticity. So I, I have to continue trying to do something that's that I think is excellence for myself and authentic. So I, I can't do the self-censorship on YouTube. I can omit and try not to speak about things on YouTube, but it's almost impossible because just in a conversation like this, we're going to, you know, we... we talk about medical tyranny because it's of interest to us. We would talk about elections. We would talk about how the United States is, is getting laughed at from actual banana republics that are going through rebellion right now. And we still don't have the results of our elections. And we, these, are, these are things that we'll just talk about. Um, so answer to your question, I'm figuring it out right now. Um, my show's two years old this month. Uh, we're launching all kinds of products. We're launching a, a Tim Pool Crowder-esque paid-only show, member-only show. 
and um and like we're here recording now and the reason that we're recording is because we're stepping up production quality so it's not truly a live show anymore which a lot of people had opinions about but those people aside from watching which is awesome can't thank a viewer or listener enough uh, but you know, it's, it's a growing business and we have to make business decisions, so, <laughs> which I'm sure you understand. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What it, so you speak to a lot of creators. Are you seeing people are leaning more towards just dropping YouTube and hopefully YouTube just suffers as a platform? Or are you seeing people like daily wire, like the blaze that are still trying to play in that sandbox and, and funnel people over? Uh, first, um, I, I see a variety of opinions, those who will just like upload to YouTube because it's easy to do and it can continuously get done by their media team or even if they're a solopreneur and they just they do it all. Uh, it's not that hard to do just to keep doing it. But then there's a few in the minority of our clients who just are saying, no, we're leaving it completely. Once they took us off, we're not going to try again. And there, there are those people who like to do that too. Uh, so we got a, a nice lineup of, of the clients because we're in, in soft launch now. So we have a pretty good offer for people like you that we'll talk about off air. But, you know, like that we try to really figure out what, first of all, where you want to go, what your needs are. And then, then we, can, we can go around that because some people have different needs, Joe. Some people have the issue of more than censorship off of YouTube or problems with Facebook or problems on uh, getting on social media to promote their show. They have problems with payment platforms. They have problems with hacking on their site because they're using WordPress with all the unsecure plugins that are, you know, dealing with a Word, uh, WordPress site. And you mentioned so we, MailChimp. That's I use ConvertKit, but you right, know, encroaching right. on someone's website and on their email list when that capability yep, and banking, PayPal, they're huge escalations. Right. So now this, this is not recent escalation. This has been going on for a while, you know, like uh, if you've heard of the personality, Andrew Tate, like, I mean, it's just coming on really hard for anyone who was um, doing banking with him. That would be people who are just, you know, obviously in, in, you know, on various social media platforms, he was taken off of everything recently just for promoting. Uh, he was, I think as far as I can tell, just made as um, kind of an image of, of someone to hate on. In a similar way as the recent court cases made Alex Jones someone to hate on, where people don't even know, kind of like the 1984, the two minutes of hate, where people are just shown an image and then given a soundbite and then told to hate on them. And that's yep. what gullible people seem to do. Same with probably um, things have been done similar for, you know, uh, Crowder and uh, for other people who are like, you know, famous for like being on Daily Wire or, you know, guests on PragerU. Uh, they're just, you know, people are just told, especially on the on the so-called left, they're told to like hate on this person. And then there's going to be a small vocal minority that gets amplified by companies like YouTube. Um, just to go back to that, I really don't think that it actually makes YouTube suffer to just get off of it. I think that they're going to be propped up in the same way as Google as a search engine will be propped up. No matter how many people go to DuckDuckGo or SmartPage or, you know, StartPage or all the other independent search engines, no matter how many people go all these places, they're still going to 
be like propped up by the same, you know, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, like conglomerate companies that will just float them until they literally have to pull the plug, like way down the line. Like, like there was an exodus from Facebook. Did it stop Facebook from existing? No. You know, there was an exodus away from Twitter. Did it stop it from existing? No. These are well-funded, well-oiled machinery that get a large promotion and they're just going to continue. Um, I think that in, in the words of uh, uh, one of our clients, John Bush, you know, exit and build. Like this is the time to exit from the undesirable situations and then build somewhere else to build your audience elsewhere. But that doesn't mean you have to stop uploading to places like YouTube and Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter and all the, uh, you know, the old school uh, mainstream media places. You can still have someone do that on a team. In fact, we're researching getting that part done as well, because I think that it's really it's really about getting the message out there. It's about growing the audience. It's about getting more people to know Joe Mobley to then create, you know, a bigger funnel that makes more money for you as a company, then, then you can actually get your message out and help more people and promote the pursuit of excellence. That's what I wrote down, like for right here, like this, what you, what you want to do here and it promote people being excellent for themselves and to each other. And that's really a, a good message. Um, I mean, I think like when I asked you that question, how do you encourage freedom? I, I get so many answers to that one because all of our content creators are different and they're all important to us. I, I like the idea of just finding the unique selling proposition for each of our clients and amplifying it. That's why I'm, I, I lean heavy in the marketing angle of content safe. Whereas the other co-owner, Matt Raymer, he leans in the technical side where he wants to understand where is it that you want to go and how many shows do you have to navigate over onto rumble, BitChute odyssey etc you know because we've got like at least 15 locations that we can grow your audience on you know like where <laughs> what how big of a of a library are you sporting right now and and what is your target audience and and what's your you know funnel for getting payment from these people who are your audience how do you like what do you give them that's the angle i like going to where i'm finding out it's like what uh what are they wanting what's their pain and what promise do you give them? What, you know, what is the the help that you help them with? So yeah, those are those are some ideas to plant in uh, for you there. Awesome, guys! We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Did you know you can be fined, sued into financial ruin, or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website? Yeah, neither did I until I met Erica Kohlberg. Erica is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. Plug and Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill-in-the-blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plug and Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. 
legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plugin Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. We are on with Daryl Becker, co-founder of co-founder, co-owner, co-founder, co-something. No, just kidding. Co-owner of contentsafe.co. Guys, there's the website. Make sure you check it out, especially if you are a content creator, you know a content creator who's frustrated, pounding their forehead against the desk or the nearest wall because they got one of these lovely guys. I've gotten all three of these notifications uh oh man this is this is like some triggering stuff uh especially yeah. if you're uh, not even a conservative but if you are a freedom-minded a liberty-minded a free speech-minded uh, content creator you are familiar with these things um so yeah guys check that out uh you mentioned you mentioned before the break you know spitting stuff out over so many platforms. Where's your audience? Who are you marketing to? What message are you getting to what group of people? Uh, and it's weird as a content creator to find areas, to find pockets of following on platforms you wouldn't expect it. For me, uh, I hated Twitter. I was never about Twitter. I um, The only time I used Twitter was back in the day when I used to do some day trading um, for like stock news and stuff like that look at the the tickers that are trending etc uh but really news happens and news breaks on twitter and elon has said elon's doing all kinds of interesting stuff i guess you could say with the platform uh but he's tweeted out that he he wants to essentially make video content great again i don't think it ever was uh but great on on twitter and to make it uh more competitive uh, for creators and advertisers than YouTube. I think that's a pipe dream, uh, but I'm just curious if you have any thoughts on that. I think that it's important to know that if you pin your hopes to mainstream media, you're going to have a hard time unless you have nothing contentious to stay at your, your, your message is completely just not pushing the envelope anywhere and you don't rub elbow elbows with anyone who says anything against the status quo. If you're one of those people, like, like uh, some of my friends who make, you know, uh, they make music instructional videos you know how to like really get your music leveled up and, and other instructional videos. That's what YouTube is like a library of all of that. And they, and never having a guest on never like having people like Andrew Kaufman or Tom Cowan or, other people who are be questioning like some mainstream medical issues that are, you know, really get big game changers. Um, uh, as long as you don't do that, you're, you're going to be fine. But if you are doing all of that, you're going to be pretty much pushed to the back 
no matter how it goes. And I think trusting in Elon Musk is not really a good plan. Like just to, like that's kind of I like um, go, like go back in time and say I trusted in Trump, and look what happened during that presidency regarding medical tyranny, and and like so be honest with the assessment of how did that go as far as lockdowns, as far as mask rules, as far as say the whole vaccination issue and, and people losing their jobs and being shut down. How did that go for people? It went really well at first when people had, you know, in the beginning of that presidency, when everyone was get, making lots of money because things were really like uh, that, that was kind of like the bait. And then there was the switch where th then it seemed like, oh, is this guy really in control? Is he really helping you? And then, okay, look what happened under that whole regime. Um, to be honest like that is to, to assess what could happen with Elon Musk is, is this guy really in going to deliver the type of promises of freedom and respect of personal ownership, boundaries, ownership, and property. Like I would like to say, or is this someone who's probably pretty in on it, you know, like in the deep in with the council of 300, the Bilderberg group, the council on foreign relations, the trilaterals, etc. Is this someone who goes to those same parties? You know, is this someone who's been to Epstein Island? Is this someone who's done these kinds of things? And and that's a really important question to ask. To ask like what I mean, who, who he, are you dealing with? He here? dated Amber Heard. His judgment can't be so great. <laughs> oh, that's she probably that's an interesting... in his bed first. Yeah. So it's an interesting idea to understand. Um, I think that pushing the envelope is what I love to see people like you do where like i i want you to ask the questions that the overton window of acceptable opinion does not want to be asked uh, this is the time for people to open their mind and consider adding a question mark at the end of their statements instead of a period to start to say you know is the germ theory of disease completely proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that bacteria and viruses and other pathogens cause disease or is there perhaps a, a more reasonable evidence-based explanation for what's going on health-wise with people? And there's, you know, that would be a thing like I, I love to touch on because that's my, my deal. I'm, I'm a holistic healthcare professional, licensed acupuncturist, but I also have been in healthcare for 25 years now. And I have had to come to different conclusions uh, two years ago when I was forced to do an audit for my own conclusions of bacteria causing disease, viruses being isolated and demonstrated to cause disease. And I was questioned by people to say, hey, look into it. Check this virology papers out. And that made me do a mea culpa. I was wrong on my show, not medical advice. I had to go on there and say, I think I've gotten it wrong. And I don't know uh, what kind of medical professionals have you had on your show, Joe? Because that, that kind of makes all the difference. You know, uh, lots of holistic guys, um, uh, holistic, uh, naturopathic Dr. Mark Sherwood, um, doctor and Dr. Mark, and, uh, I think his wife's name is Lisa. I feel so bad now. No, Sharon, uh, uh, Mark and Sharon Sherwood out of Oklahoma. Um, another, uh, naturopathic guy who's a chiropractor and the owner of, uh, brave.tv, Dr. Jason Dean. Um, who, man, uh, you should have both of them, or all three of them, rather, on your show. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Mark does more interviews than his wife, and they have um, both of them. Uh, 
doctors Sherwood and uh, Dr. Jason Dean, they have their respective products, uh, supplements, uh, eating plans and stuff like that, which is basically like, oh man, what a piece of propaganda the food pyramid was like brought to you by Kellogg's and General Mills, almost completely wrong. Like all, almost absolutely upside down wrong. And that's that's the problem. I'll never forget um, Dr. Drew trying to get him on the show. Uh, he's had, I agree with him on a lot of things. I disagree with him on a lot of things. Same thing with Donald Trump. Uh, even before COVID, people will say, you're a Trump fanboy. You can't tell me one thing. I can tell you several things I disagreed with. I think it's inherently unconstitutional to tell an American citizen, business owner, someone who is pursuing their own happiness that they can't do business in any particular country or with any particular country unless we have a structured penned embargo, uh, some type of sanction on this country for national you know, homeland security type reasons. Otherwise, of course I can do business with them. I'm, I'm an American. How could you tell me I couldn't? Uh, but yeah. Whew, man, I burned my arm. This thing is, uh, it just started itching on me. Well, that's a sign, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, healing up here so and up, see up, like up. got a gnarly burn could have gotten all kinds of creams and pills. We we've got like six aloe vera plants down there, cut it off, stick it on there. You know, yep. the burning went away. I'm convinced that the burns I've gotten that I've put aloe vera from a plant on have healed better than than the ones I didn't. Yeah. And if you want to look further, you guys can go get yourself a copy of the Orgone Accumulator Handbook. Build yourself an Orgone Accumulator and All right, you're gonna the other associated products. This is a, a you can actually treat burns. It's actually one of the the most effective ways of treating severe burns or even mild burns and other, and many other healthcare conditions that's or you know the orgone for the technology discovered by wilhelm reich that uh, dr wilhelm reich back uh, he was one of the students of sigmund freud back in vienna and moved to the united states to pursue obviously like more unencumbered health uh and and other medical uh you know information um until he himself was you know died in prison because he was curing too many people with his inventions, including the Orgone Accumulator. Um, Orgone Accumulator Handbook, that's by James DeMio, that's out there, that is good there to show you how to deal with that one. Um, and I'm throwing that in there because I think it's important for more people to open up their options. It's great to have aloe. I've got it growing out here too. But then there's a need to actually have more than that. There's, there's, it's always good to have uh, many options, not just one option. I'll, I'll get to that at the end when I make my offer for what I'll do for people who are watching the show uh, as far as like what I can give to you guys uh, who aren't content producers, you know, people who are just like out there with medical problems. Um, I'm asking about like Dr. Dean, Dr. Sherwood, both of them who are on there. Did they ever bring up the germ theory of disease and viruses like a uh, viral isolation? Did they ever talk about that one? Uh, Jason Dean had. It was our first or second interview. And specifically, we were talking about government propaganda. And we, we, were, we were talking about how with COVID and WHO and CDC and all of this nonsense, 
it was like the first time that medical professionals, instead of them, their knowledge, their experience, their research, and the patient, primarily the patient being the driving factors of treatment, you know, medical history, things like that. It was guidelines and, and these things, it was just blasted all over the place. So he was supposed to be talking about that and he was talking about that. And, uh, but he hit on like five or six conspiracies. I mean, we went, we went from like the moon to JFK to uh, the causes of illness and like two or three other things in like three minutes. Uh, I got you. <laughs> well, maybe I want to do a deeper dive on that one and, and open up some controversy because I yeah, think man, that most people, they, most people think they, they really like might not know it. You guys out there watching and listening, you might not know it, but you might be really compelled. I might even say addicted to being certain about various conclusions that are completely out of your wheelhouse. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect, where you think you're way more yeah. intelligent and informed than you actually are about things that you in no way have spent decades looking into. In no way have you actually challenged any you, conclusions. You know what makes it worse with Dunning-Kruger? YouTube. YouTube makes, like I watched like three YouTube videos on it. And it's like, do some research. And YouTube can be research. It can. Um, but do some real study and some real research. Uh, I yeah. believe we're just speaking about this like two right. podcasts ago. You're looking at the wrong search engine. You're going to be needing to go to an alt media search engines to, to get to things, not through YouTube, not through Google. Um, like I, I did recommend uh, start page. I recommend DuckDuckGo even. I still can get medical things that are accurate there, though it looks like DuckDuckGo is getting more and more mm, captured by the, the the giant tentacles of, of finance to you know steer people in the wrong direction with the wrong words but to look up the you know the actual germ theory of disease and see that what's the support for viruses ever having been isolated purified and then demonstrated a la a, a proper experiment to show causation for a disease on their own not with mixed variables so this is what, you know, probably uh, Dr. Jason Dean didn't go over slowly that I'm going to try to do right now is to slowly go over how does virology work? You know, how does that actually work right now? And, and, and I highly entice you to try to get Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Tom Cowan, Dr. Stefan Lanka, Dr. Samantha Bailey uh, and her husband, Dr. Mark Bailey, um, any of these people on your show to say more coherently and they've got the dr in front of their name unlike daryl becker you know i i have the lac licensed acupuncturist behind my name so i understand i don't have that cred that they have with that um that level of having been put through that type of indoctrination <laughs> to get to the dr in front of your name uh, what i'm saying is here's here's what i understand that how vir modern virology has been working and then you you can tell me joe if you think it's a scam okay so what they do is they'll take some so-called infectious pus or mucus from an animal or human, and they will go ahead and try to isolate the virus. Here's what they called isolate, and they changed the definition of isolation. You and I would think isolate being like isolate Daryl. You put Daryl into a sterile cell. Now he's isolated, right? Here's how they've changed the definition of isolation. They Their version of isolation is to mix this pus or phlegm or or biological material from a sick animal or human or plants too but you know we'll talk we'll start with animal viruses so-called and they mix that 
with incredibly toxic antibiotics and animal cells that are dead. So they've removed monkey kidney cells as a, as a common one, but some other things. So we have now three ingredients, not isolated, not controlled, but three ingredients. Now they've mixed this so-called infectious material. That could be, you know, some cells, some mucus, some pus, something from an infected animal or human. And they mix that now with some animal cells, which once you remove them from the animal, well, now those cells are dying. That's what happens to cells when you remove them from an animal. They're not being like nourished by the blood supply, by all the things that actually nourish the actual cells itself, that now they're dying. And they, that the purpose is to grow the virus. Now, they don't want to just grow the virus. They don't want to grow all the bacteria that are there. And they know that they're there. So they add some of the most toxic forms of antibacterials to this substance, this soup that they've made now. They've got three ingredients now. And they mix that up. And then they check that portions of it under a scanning electron microscope. There's a different bag of worms to open up. So what are they seeing when they look at, at uh, really closely at this? First in the standard light microscope, then to scanning electron microscopy. What they're seeing, of course, is that the dying cells have little structures budding off of them. And those structures budding off of them have been called viruses for a long time, since the 1930s, the beginning of scanning electron microscopy using a you know, scanning electron microscope. And what's the process of a scanning electron microscope? Well, that is a different little can of worms. So now what that means is they're taking that portion right there and they're looking uh, that they have to freeze down to really low temperatures, way below freezing. Then they're adding staining chemicals. These are heavy metals. So they're adding staining chemicals to this really already poisoned cell from, remember before, the antibiotics and the dying cells that are in there? So they're adding materials to add contrast. These are heavy metals. And now they're going to finally bombard it with electrons. That's why it's called a scanning electron microscope. And that produces artifacts. So Stefan Lanka, Dr. Stefan Lanka, he did an experiment to show that if you have a healthy cell tissue that's done with the same processes and put through all of this, what I just said, you know, the mixture of the cells, the mixture of the antibiotics, then put it through the already you know, extremely troublesome method of scanning electron microscopy of now you're adding staining agents that are heavy metals, which by the way, are kind of toxic to cells. And now you're, you're freezing it also, which is pretty hard on the cell. And now you're, you're bombarding it with electrons. Guess that's kind of hard to the cell too, right? <laughs> that produces artifacts. And so he, he showed in experiments that, which had to be privately funded because they're not doing these control experiments. They're not controlling for actual individual components. They're mixing variables. And they've been getting away with this for decades, nearly a hundred years now. They've been getting away with well, they, mixing They got the away with, the, with all the yeah. COVID stuff or the so-called vaccines. Very well, strange that those ingredients aren't standardized, but not a doctor. Yeah, they, they made so. sure. I'm, <laughs> And, and neither have I, and neither, neither of us need to be just to look at it, to read a virology paper. Because yeah, in the title, that, that's, say, what they, that's what they say. Or are you a biologist? Then you can't possibly know what a man or a woman is. It's like, this is nonsense. Absolute exactly. nonsense. You know, well, what I'm saying is this is a very, very lucrative scam that they pulled where they, they get people to think that they're too stupid to read a virology paper. And where in the title it says isolation of whatever virus, pick your virus, COVID, um, AIDS, whatever it is. And the process that goes about doing it is creates artifacts, where, which is shown in control experiments, a la 
Dr. Stefan Lanka has shown, where they that process itself will produce the same little structures. And what are called viruses are more actually the cell membranes of dying cells, which are budding off and are trying to contain toxins, contain dead components of the cell, or contain you know, actual toxins like the heavy metals I mentioned, like the 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 pretty toxic antibiotics that I've mentioned earlier, as that was never controlled for. So they never take those little butted off structures and centrifuge them out, which they could do. They never take those little structures themselves and centrifuge them, filter them down, which they could do, and then show that the, the structures themselves without anything else through natural method, like breathing it in or on the skin or ingestion can cause the sets of you know disease symptoms that they're claiming to be caused. Guys, MyPillow.com is the very best place for Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like it's a time crunch, like you got to go to big box stores, Walmart, Target, Amazon. Don't buy from Amazon. You don't have to do it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow, they've got everything you need and more. Guys, we're talking pillows, sheets, loungewear, slippers, everything. Guys, MyPillow.com slash Mobley for the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Look at these prices. You got Geezer Dream Sheets for $29.98. Guys, the My Slippers are on sale with my promo code Mobley, $49.98. They're usually $140. Huge savings. You're not going to find that anywhere else, guys. Look, you got pillows. You got loungewear. Now, look, if you don't know about my pillow loungewear. This stuff right here is some of the most comfortable stuff, the softest cotton you've ever seen, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My my pillow sweatshirt, I never take it off. You get up to 80% on all of these items. You thought my pillow was just about pillows. You thought Mike Lindell was just a pillow guy. You were wrong. He sells so much more than pillows. MyPillow.com slash Mobley, promo code Mobley. Guys, go there now. Huge thanks to Mike Lindell. Huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Now let's get back into it. it they, they don't have any actual control experiments to show that. They don't isolate it for real. They isolate it by basically doing all of that. And then there's the genetic coding where they're saying, well, we ran the code on this virus. That's not at all what they did it, you know, that what, what they're doing is complete experiments where they're, they're literally fudging data. And if you want the specifics on how that's done, I think it's better explained by someone like these other doctors, Dr. Cowan, Dr. Kaufman, Dr. Lanka, Drs. Bailey, uh, all of them, both of them, they, they all go into the detail of that one. It's really something where I'm asking you to like, maybe put a question mark at the end of this sentence where like you think that viruses have been isolated and demonstrated to cause disease because you know that you are around someone who is sick and therefore you got the virus from them. You got COVID because you got sick around people and, and people see it. Well, once again, you might, you want to be, you know, in love with your intelligence way more than it's give You know, you, you should really give yourself credit for you got sick because you and that person ate the same toxic foods that were not biocompatible for you. You were exposed to the same toxins, your same fabric softener, your same cleansers all around your house. You're exposed to the same things that, you know, like you're, you're eating and, and drinking similar things. You're stressed out. You're not liking your job. You're not liking your things in your relationship. 
You have a Man. story in your head. This is a story. You think you're going to get sick because you're around sick people. And it's happened to you for decades. So you believe that you're right about stuff because to acknowledge that you're wrong, that would take humility and that takes too much. So that's so what I'm I don't doing. know if this has happened to you. I've gotten into dozens of arguments about, you know, cancer is nuts right now. It's like wreaking havoc on society, more so Western civilization, maybe really America, not even Western civilization, because there, there are a lot of things, the plastics, the toxins, the nonsense that we consume that are you cannot consume in other countries. They're they're illegal. Well, I'm sure there's not a black market for consumable plastics. Like, no, only Americans are that dumb. Uh, but I've always said, again, not a doctor, but here's the thing, guys. If you can read, like, like slaves coming off the plantation knew, if I can learn how to read, I will be achievement unlocked. Like, nothing, there's, there's nothing unattainable to you if you can read there, if, if if you can't, it's your fault. Sorry, you're lazy. Figure it out. Frederick Douglass, he figured it out. Booker T. Washington, he figured it out. Anyway, I digress. I've said, hey, all these people have cancer because cancer is called by irritation of cells. They're irritants. There they're, they're are things that we are doing to irritate our bodies on a molecular basis, like consuming toxic chemicals and eating plastic. The body doesn't like that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but people say we've, we've bastardized so many things. Like people say, we need to believe the experts. There's this expert class and they have some knowledge that you can only have if you've walked the path they've walked, if you've got the degrees they have, if you've gone through their propaganda, I think you excellently called that what it is. If you've gone through their branded propaganda campaign and it's like, no guys, post-enlightenment, post-renaissance, where it used to be a renaissance man, a renaissance woman. These are people that were a jack of all trades, master of one. We stupid Americans come behind them and not stupid, like we've lost the ability to reason. We've lost, you know, if you look at a philosophical logic set, you don't understand what you've said is fallacious. It cannot be true because there's a fallacy. There's a flaw in the logic. Your logic train derailed. So we believe what the expert class tells us, a master of all trades, or a jack of all trades is a master of none. That person doesn't know what they're talking about. And it's an ad hominem and it just attacks the character of a Daryl, a Joe, uh, Steve Crowder and, and anyone, anyone that disagrees with the oligarchs, with the regime. And it's, it's nonsense. You just, you want to reject it because of what Daryl said, you want to be right. And Winston Churchill spoke to that. Don't position your opinion and your ego so close together that one can't get shot down with the other. The facts are the facts and your opinions are your opinions. Keep them in their wheelhouses so you can research something like virology. So you can research something like what's being presented to you now and say, okay, maybe I didn't know as much about that as I thought. Maybe you can be a scientist too. Like that's, that's a thing where you can be a oh, real man. scientist which actually has these, you, <laughs> you can the use hypothesis. the scientific method, right? <laughs> which is to actually say you're collecting evidence that's there's two steps. I'll start with the first part. That's like the supporting an idea. 
you're collecting evidence. You now have a way of connecting the evidence together to form a theory that's logic. And you have some idea what the informal logical fallacies are. You don't support it with the appeal to authority or appeal to popularity. Those are logical fallacies. You need to support it with evidence and then to design an experiment to hopefully prove whatever your theory is. And that's on the one side. That's, that's like, now you built it up like a little pyramid. Evidence, theory, experiment to show now, that it supports. Are you talking the yeah. science like trademark, Dr. Fauci, you know, St. Fauci full of grace no. or actual science? No, no, no. <laughs> That's called scientism. That that's scientism. That's the that's we'll get to religion soon because that's like one of the biggest sweeping religions of the world, I would say. The next part is being a scientist is now to say you you collect your evidence and you've got your theory, and now you're gonna make experiments to disprove your theory. You're gonna try to prove yourself wrong. That's a real scientist. You don't just like try to prove yourself right. Like you don't just try to support whatever your funding grant mechanism is asking you to support. And then that's where that's how scientists and doctors rake in the money is because they're just literally on the one side only and they're not there to sort of actually cut the legs out from underneath the theory because they're paid to promote an idea. They are paid uh, perception management machines. So a real scientist is going to actually try to show that let's see the experiments that cut it down. So you can get the book Virus Mania. That's also uh, one of the co-authors, Dr. Sam Bailey. And, and three other doctors on that one. And then you could get the, con the Contagion Myth by Tom Cowan. You can get the Invisible Rainbow, which goes into the history and correlation of the inventions and use of all of these electromagnetic forces so going back in time with radar and radio to the modern era of cell phones. And it looks at the impact of all these things where you suddenly have like radio towers and other components like coinciding with these big epidemics, so the so-called Spanish flu, for example. Um, you also, you know, you have actual toxins that are also industrially released at that same time period too. So I think of it like um, the perspective is an and also, not an either or. And I know people want to do that with the germ theory. They want to say, well, and you can also say that bacteria cause disease and they come from outside and, and that's how you get sick. Or... Also, it's a little bit of the viruses are still shown to cause disease. But of course, like evidence, please. You know, I like to say, well, show me your evidence. And when I looked at and audited the evidence for contagion and like, again, look at the contagion myth by Dr. Tom Cowan and, you know, look at virus mania um, that the book and the audio book is really stunning, by the way. But you can take a moment to acknowledge that maybe you could try to be a scientist and see if you can prove yourself wrong. Weigh the two sides together. What supports germ theory? What supports what's now called the terrain model of disease and health? And it's actually far older than the germ theory. It was, you know, it actually has been existent for a while. And you have two things that cause all diseases, disease symptoms, that is. And they are deficiencies of nutrients that need to be there. There's a lot of diseases that were blamed on viruses and pathogens that were eventually found like beriberi and rickets and scurvy to be not a pathogen at all, but to be a deficiency disease and then toxins. Whoa, whoa. Are you suggesting if we do stuff like cut all fat out, out of our diet, which our brain needs, that we might develop brain illness like Alzheimer's or dementia? Because that uh, sounds yeah. crazy. It sounds like if you actually you not just cut the fat out, <laughs> but 
but if you add like in anti-cholesterol drugs which are there to actually remove the cholesterols and fats that you need for your brain and nervous system and other tissues that down the line this is why you have this epidemic of dementia and alzheimer's is because those poor old people who didn't take in alt media, they trusted the New York Times and that the mainstream media would give them the right answer. They trusted their government. They, they're old and gullible, not usually watching this show and the others that we, the, the content safe clients that we've got. They just took in the mainstream narrative, like my dad, like all these people who are in their 80s and 70s and 60s even. And they, not all of you guys, but most, too many of you, too many of your cadre did that and they just thought that someone would talk that was what my dad said about like the whole when i was questioning 9-11 and that issue we'll go down that rabbit hole um someone would talk so therefore you know you couldn't just have people putting up poison and people like in charge of you know actually making medical mistakes um here's another one put in death by medicine dr gary null and check out this uh kind of short little pdf short like a uh long PDF, short book, I should say. And it just covers what exactly has happened over the last um, some hundred years in terms of doctor-caused illness and death. And I believe if you looked at iatrogenic disease, that's doctor-caused disease, you'll see it's the officially number three cause of death and disease in, it's the number three cause of death in Americans. And I would posit that the number one and two, which is heart disease number one and cancer number two, cause uh, death basically are not due to the actual heart disease and the actual cancer, but to the way that they are being diagnosed and treated. That's how it happens because on left on their own, I bet a lot more people would, you know, not going to doctors as you and I both know, if you want to get really messed up, go to an MD doctor and keep trusting them and, and have them send you to another one and another one and trust them to give you the right surgery and the right medicine. And they will, almost guaranteed make things worse for you. And that's where I get my clientele, you know, my, my holistic healthcare clientele is like, there's my funnel, all the people messed up from my mainstream medicine. And then some of them are like, I got to stop doing this. I need answers. I, and then like, I, I'm like, okay, I can find you answers right here in my clinic here on the Island of Hawaii. Or if you're on the mainland or elsewhere, other countries, I can look up professionals who can get you results. I know how to this, do that, you know. This uh, kind of awakening happened for me when I was in the army. Um, and I haven't talked about a ton on the show, but, uh, you know, the VA rated me something like 300% disabled or whatever. So I'm 100% disabled vet. Um, just it's many of the injuries I couldn't bounce back from, many of the injuries I could bounce back from, but the army and their medical practices, the mainstream medical practices, they said no. Uh, things like, you know, I'm mid thirties, I'm in my mid twenties at the time. Hey, you can't run, you can't march, you can't this, you can't that, uh, you need to have back surgery. You need to have surgery on, I mean, everything is torn, both rotator cuffs. I couldn't, I lost the use of my right arm for a period and later in my military career, um, can't do this, can't do that. Torn meniscus, torn, you know, MCL, ACL, everything's torn. Everything's busted. Typical army body. Well, they sent me to one doctor who changed it all for me because uh, they wanted to do surgery on my wrist, elbow, and shoulder and the same arm and my dominant arm, which perks my ears up because I'm like, hey, this is the use of my dominant arm, essentially, like three key areas of my 
dominant arm that I used in hand-to-hand -hand combat. I used for playing with and holding my children. I, I used for writing and uh, I'm a musician for guitar, for trombone. So they sent me to the specialist who did um, surgeries on MLB pitchers. He did Kevin Durant's uh, when he was with Oklahoma City Thunder. He did his shoulder repair. Uh, he looks at my stuff. He says, hey, because I'm like, hey, look, I don't want to have surgery on anything. So just prepare for that kind of conversation. What can we do naturally? And he said, oh, he said, you don't need surgery on anything. He was like, if you make these concessions, if, if you do this therapy, if you blah, 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 blah. Um, he even told me about how to naturally deal with scar tissue and reduce inflammation and all that stuff. Uh, then he sent me, the key thing is we, we strike up this texting and email relationship. So he would send me these articles and white papers about the real patient outcomes for these surgeries. And then he sent me articles about back surgeries. And uh, honestly, it was astounding. Almost everyone who has back surgeries, they end up getting aft, like worse off than they were. Their pain is worse. Their mobility is less. And they're addicted to all types of pain medicines that they need. It, it's in my view, just, you know, a scientifically curious guy, it seems if you go in to have these back surgeries, there doesn't seem to be a lot of data to support the idea that back surgeries actually improve, you know, patient outcomes at all. Uh, it seems like you go in with pain and mobility issues and you leave with more pain, more mobility issues, and a bunch of expensive drugs that you're addicted to. That, that's just what I saw in, say, 10 or 12 pieces of literature that I read that probably represented a few hundred thousand medical cases. There's going to be a lot of that. I get to see it in my practice here where people are going to not do the things that you're mentioning as far as the physical therapy, as far as the actual, you know, to, you know, spend some time being a bit immobile, like in terms of only moving uh, parts of your body while, while the inflammation heals to, to reduce down the inflammatory foods, you know, especially the people who are like very overweight and they can afford to, you know, literally reduce down their caloric intake. Unlike, you know, say like someone who's on the edge of on underweight, that's me, where, you know, that's, it's a challenge to go uh, under calorie. That's a different kind of thing, but it still is very doable. Uh, most of them, they actually, they want to maintain the same level of activity and movement. They want to be out of pain. They continue to take the pain medicine, but then still move and then be in pain later, of course, worse. And then they succumb to the surgery. Once again, though, there's still hope for that because I still work for them. I still find ways of repairing the soft tissues around the, the surgery site that they can get back into health. They can start to exercise again. I mean, some things are worse when they put metal in, when they start to fuse the bones together. But the, the army know. has a habit of doing the most like, like a fast paced car mechanic type deal. I had to advocate heavily to even to get to be allowed as the patient to go off post and to go to a doctor that, you know, I had found who was it, the whole patient advocacy of the army and the military is a whole nother podcast. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, speaking of whole other podcasts, I've, I've got some questions here, uh, for you. Um, we, we are out of time, so we're going to take it to the behind the paywall. So guys, if you want to see that, um, make sure that you go back there. Don't know how long we'll go. Uh, can I mention something first? Yeah. yeah a couple seconds. Yeah. 
Well, actually, um, we got a couple of minutes. So definitely tell people more about your service, Content Safe, and then we'll take it behind the paywall or anything that you'd like to right on. get out there. Yeah. So last words, I'm going to say uh, just that you can, can totally um, reach us out to contentsafe.co. We'll help you out, get your content out there on more platforms. But I do want to recommend that if you want to get a free 15 minute medical consultation to get some solution options. I can give you options. I'll give you a free 15 minutes. Just email me at voluntaryvisions at gmail.com. I give this out on, on my shows specifically for you guys and mention, mention the Joe Mobley show and I will give you a free 15 minutes. I'll, I'll help you out and I'll show you some things you never thought of or seriously considered and we can go from there. Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know there's got to be a way to get there, but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. Awesome. Guys, those links and that email will be in the show Let's notes. If, if you're a podcast listener, make sure you rate and review the show. It helps more than you know. Uh, if it's not a five-star rating, you got to tell me what I can do to make the production better, what I can do to make the podcast better for you. So if it's one through four stars, then go ahead and leave me a note, guys. Uh, otherwise, five-star only. Hey, I can live with that. And if you're watching on, uh, we're probably still not on YouTube, but if you're watching on any of those alt media platforms, just scroll down under the talking heads, click the link. Couldn't be easier. You're watching on your phone. You just press the link with your finger. If you can't do that, come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Uh, that is all we got. We will see you in the next one. Out to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show. <laughs>